Hello there and happy Tunes Day. My name is Francis and I love music. Love it. And movies. Movies and music. And the music used in movies. And TV. I'm the friend who notices the music used in the media constantly to the point that my friends think of me immediately if and when they notice it themselves. So I'd like to welcome you to my podcast, Needle Drops That Will Change Your Life. What is a needle drop? I'm glad you asked. Wikipedia defines a needle drop as the use of an existing recording rather than an original score in a film. I'd also add television or honestly any other form of media, video games, movie trailers, and more. For example, any of the songs I discuss on this very podcast. Why should you care about my thoughts on needle drops? I'm a great person, obviously, but other than that, being a music supervisor is my dream job. But I'm in Texas where there aren't a ton of opportunities for me to get into that industry, so I'm dipping my toe into the world of podcasting to discuss the incredible work that music supervisors do. What exactly do they do? Let me tell you. According to the Berklee College of Music, music supervisors artfully select and license pre-existing songs and recordings for use in movies, television shows, and video games. Today we are attempting to ascend the Iron Throne as we fight the War of Five Kings and One Queen and discuss the use of Seven Devils by Florence and the Machine in the trailer for Game of Thrones Season 2. Spoilers for Season 2 of Game of Thrones and the accompanying book in the Song of Ice and Fire series. I keep it pretty contained to that season, but we will be discussing Season 3 next week, so just heads up. The music supervisor for Game of Thrones is Evan Clean. Evan is the music supervisor for several HBO shows, including The Last of Us, House of the Dragon, and Euphoria, among many other credits. Evan has supervised and consulted for over 100 films and thousands of hours of television. He is best known for production on the HBO film Bessie, starring Queen Latifah, for which he won a Primetime Emmy for Outstanding Sound Mixing for a limited series or movie. Chris Dirksen is uncredited on IMDb, but is apparently in charge of trailer music. Chris is a composer and partner in Methodic Doubt Music, a premium music house. Chris is a self-taught musician and producer Chris's lack of formal training has resulted in an irreverence for the traditional boundaries of film and television music. His music can be heard in hundreds of movie and TV show trailers, including Mad Max, Fury Road, Sicaro, The Revenant, Game of Thrones, Breaking Bad, and many more. So what do we know about Florence and the Machine and Seven Devils outside of this needle drop? Florence and the Machine are an English indie rock band that formed in London in 2007. Florence and the Machine's sound has been described as a combination of various genres, including rock and soul. Seven Devils is the eighth track from Florence and the Machine's sophomore album, Ceremonials. Ceremonials debuted at number one on the UK Albums Chart, becoming the band's second consecutive number one album. It also debuted at number one in Australia, Ireland, and New Zealand, and peaked at number six on the US Billboard 200, becoming the band's first top ten album in the US. 
are the characters in the show. Peter Dinklage plays Tyrion Lannister. Lena Headey plays Cersei Lannister. Nikolai Coster-Waldo plays Jaime Lannister. Michelle Fairley plays Caitlin Stark or Catelyn Stark. Amelia Clark plays Daenerys Targaryen. Aidan Gillen plays Peter Baelish, a.k.a. Littlefinger. Ian Glenn plays Jorah Mormont. Kit Harrington plays Jon Snow. Liam Cunningham plays Davos Seaworth. Isaac Hempstead Wright plays Bran Stark. Richard Madden plays Rob Stark. Sophie Turner plays Sansa Stark. Maisie Williams plays Arya Stark. Alfie Allen plays Theon Greyjoy. John Bradley plays Samuel Tarly. Jack Gleason plays Joffrey Baratheon. Rory McCann plays Sander Clegane, a.k.a. The Hound. Stephen Delane plays Stannis Baratheon. Gwendolyn Christie plays Brienne of Tarth. Karis Van Houten plays Melisandre. Jerome Flynn plays Bronn. Conleth Hill plays Lord Varys. Natalie Dormer plays Marjorie Tyrell. Charles Dance plays Tywin Lannister. And Natalia Tenna plays Osha. There are also a handful of other characters that I'll name in the recap uh, that I didn't include on this list, but it's a huge ensemble cast is all you really need to know. Again, this is a trailer needle drop for the season two of Game of Thrones. It's a 10 episode season. So I'm going to go try to go quickly through each episode so we can kind of dig in deeper to why the song is relevant. A quick summary of season two. Season two of Game of Thrones adapts its story from the second entry of George R.R. Martin's A Song of Ice and Fire series, A Clash of Kings. In it, the War of Five Kings begins while different factions vie for the throne of Westeros, left somewhat vacant by the death of King Robert Baratheon and quickly usurped by his young, suspiciously blonde son, Prince Joffrey. Episode by Episode Episode 1 In King's Landing, Tyrion becomes acting hand of the king, much to Cersei's dismay. Joffrey is king. Joffrey is king. You are here to advise him. Only here to advise him. And if the king listens to what I say, the king might just get his uncle Jamie back. How? You love your children. It's your one redeeming quality, that and your cheekbones. Starks love their children as well. And we have two of them. One. One? Arya, little animal, she disappeared. Disappeared? What? In a puff of smoke? We had three stocks to trade. You chopped one's head off and let another escape. The father would be furious. It must be odd for you. To be the disappointing child. In Essos, as her people slowly die in the Red Waste, Daenerys dispatches three riders to conduct reconnaissance. Beyond the wall, the Night's Watch shelters with Craster and his wives slash daughters. At Dragonstone, Stannis Baratheon proclaims allegiance to the priestess Melisandre's God of Light and claims the Iron Throne, having revealed Joffrey's bastardy. 
Having won three victories, Rob Stark, who is now proclaimed as the King of the North, offers the Lannisters peace in exchange for the North's independence and Sansa's and Arya's safe return. Stannis Baratheon sent ravens to all the High Lords of Westeros. The King Joffrey Baratheon is neither a true king nor a true Baratheon. He's your bastard son. But if that's true, Stannis is the rightful king. How convenient for him. My father learned the truth. That's why you had him executed. I was your prisoner when Ned Stark lost his head. And your son killed him so the world would learn who fathered him. And you, you pushed my brother from a window because he saw you with the queen. You have proof? Do you want to trade gossip like a couple of fishwives? I'm sending one of your cousins down to King's Landing with my peace terms. You think my father's going to negotiate with you? You don't know him very well. No. But he's starting to know me. He sends Theon to gain Balin Greyjoy's support and Catelyn to seek an alliance with Renly Baratheon, who also claims the crown. Joffrey orders all of King Robert's bastards slaughtered. One of King Robert's bastards, Gendry, along with the disguised Arya, have escaped the city and are being taken to Castle Black at the Wall. Episode 2 En route to Castle Black, Arya, impersonating a boy, admits her true identity to Gendry. Cersei rejects Rob's terms, and Tyrion exiles Janos Slint, head of the Gold Cloaks, to the Night's Watch, and promotes Bronn to commander of the Watch. Trouble with the wildlings. That's why they're called wildlings. Somewhat less wild these days. Seems they've stopped killing each other and started following this king beyond the war. Another king? How many is that now? Five? I've lost count. Lord Commander asks that we send more men to man the wall. Perhaps he's forgotten we're fighting a war. We have no men to spare. The cold winds are rising and the dead rise with them. The northerners are a superstitious people. According to the commander, one of these dead men attacked him in his chambers. Mormont doesn't lie. How do you kill a dead man? Apparently you burn him. One trip to the wall and you come back believing in grumpkins and snarks. <laughs> At Craster's Keep, north of the wall, Samwell Tarly is approached by Gilly, one of Craster's daughters. Gilly fears for her unborn child if it is a boy. Jon Snow resists helping, despite Sam's pleas. Jon discovers that Craster sacrifices his sons to the White Walkers. Craster catches him spying and knocks Jon unconscious. Returning to Pike Island after nine years as the Stark's ward, Theon is reunited with his sister Yara and his father Balin, who despises Theon's acquired northern ways. Balin plots to win back his crown by force. In the Red Waste, a horse returns to Daenerys' camp with the rider's severed head in a pouch, a message from her enemies. At Dragonstone, former smuggler Sir Davos Seaworth, who now serves Stannis, recruits the pirate Salador San and his fleet to Stannis' side. All these kings fighting for the throne and Stannis has the smallest army. Why would I bet on the men with the worst chance? Because you're a smart gambler. Stannis has proved himself in war, twice. His baby brother has never set foot on a battlefield. 
Neither is the false King Joffrey. And yet they both have larger armies. Stannis has just begun the fight. His bannermen will rally to his cause. There's no man in the Seven Kingdoms more honorable than Stannis Baratheon. Or more worthy of loyalty. What is the world coming to when smugglers must vouch for the honor of kings? Hey, mind your words, pirate. Mathos. You think I'm insulted? I am a pirate. I'm an excellent pirate. Stannis attempts to sire a male heir with Melisandre as his wife, Selyse, has failed to produce a son. Episode 3. Beyond the Wall, Craster demands the Night's Watchmen leave. John discovers that Lord Commander Gior Mormont has always known about and ignored Craster's incestuous crimes in exchange for his men's respite at his keep. Catelyn arrives at Renly's camp to negotiate an alliance. My son is fighting a war, not playing at one. Don't worry, my lady. Our war is just beginning. I have 100,000 men at my command. All the might of the Stormlands and the Reach. And all of them young and bold like your Knight of Flowers. It's a game to you, isn't it? I pity them. Why? Because it won't last. Because they are the Knights of Summer and winter is coming. The female warrior Brienne of Tarth wins the right to join Renly's Kingsguard through combat. Renly has recently wed Marjorie Tyrell, Loras Tyrell's sister. Renly avoids consummating his marriage due to his homosexuality and sexual relationship with Loras. In the Iron Islands, Balin plans an attack on the north led by Yara. After burning his letter to Rob, warning of Balon's impending attack, Theon affirms his allegiance to House Greyjoy in a water-based ceremony. In King's Landing, Tyrion imprisons Maester Pycelle after determining he is Cersei's informant. You disappoint me, Grand Maester. I am your loyal servant. So loyal that you told the Queen about my plans to send Marcella to Dawn. No, never. No, it's a falsehood. I swear it. It wasn't me. Ah, Varys. It was Varys the spider. You see, I told Varys that I was giving the princess to the Greyjoys. I told Littlefinger that I planned to wed her to Robin Aaron. I told no one that I was offering her to the Dornish. No one but you. Uh, Eunuchus spies everywhere. Cut off his manhood and feed it to the goats. No, 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 no. There are no goats, half man. We'll make do. <laughs> How long have you been spying for my sister? All I did, I did for House Lannister. Always, your Lord Father, ask him. I've always been his servant since the days of the Mad King. I don't like his beard. What? What? Oh, no. 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 <laughs> How many hands have you betrayed, Pycelle? Eddard Stark, John Arryn. Oh, Lord Arryn. He knew. He, he knew the tr truth about, about, about the Queen, and, and he, he planned to act, to, t to tell King Robert. So you poisoned him? No. Never! But you let him die, made sure he succumbed! Lannister! I always served Lannister! Get him out of my sight. Tyrion appoints his lover, Shay, as Sansa's handmaiden, both to protect Shay and watch Sansa. 
On the road to the wall, the Night's Watch recruits are attacked by Lannister soldiers searching for Gendry. After a sleepless night chat with Yorin, Arya gains a new mantra and outlook on revenge. So my brother stabbed through the heart right on our doorstep. He wasn't much of a villain what skewered him. Willem, the lad's name was. He ran off before anyone could spit. I just stood there, watching my brother die. Here's the funny part. I can't picture my brother's face anymore. But Willem, oh, he was a nice-looking boy. I would think about him when I was working, when I was drinking, when I was having a shit. It got to the point where I would say his name every night before I went to bed. Willem, Willem, Willem. A prayer, almost. Yorin is killed, and Arya and Gendry are taken prisoner. To protect Gendry, Arya falsely states that a boy the guards have killed was Gendry. Episode 4. Rob's army attacks a Lannister army at Oxcross and claims another victory, meeting a healer named Talisa in the aftermath. In response to Rob's victory, Joffrey publicly abuses Sansa as revenge for Rob's victories until Tyrion intervenes. You're here to answer for your brother's latest treasons. Your Grace, whatever my traitor brother has done, I had no part. You know that. I beg you, so please. Salon, tell her of this outrage. Using some vile sorcery, your brother fell on Stafford Lannister with an army of wolves. Thousands of good men were butchered. After the slaughter, the Northmen feasted on the flesh of the slain. Killing you would send your brother a message. But my mother insists on keeping you alive. Stone. Sir, we'll have to send your brother a message some other way. Meryn. Leave her face. I like her pretty. What's the meaning of this? The kind who serves his king, imp. Careful now. We don't want to get blood all over your pretty white cloak. Someone get the girl something to cover herself with. She's to be your queen. Have you no regard for her honor? I'm punishing her. For what crimes? She'd not fight her brother's battle, you half-wit. You can't talk to me like that. The king can do as he likes. The mad king did as he liked. Has your uncle Jamie ever told you what happened to him? No one threatens his grace in the presence of the king's guard. I'm not threatening the king, sir. I am educating my nephew. The dwarf sends two prostitutes to the young king to calm his tempers, but Joffrey makes one of them beat the other brutally, thus threatening Tyrion not to interfere with his business. Arya and Gendry are taken to Harrenhal as captives. Prisoners are systematically tortured to death until Tywin arrives and demands they be used as labor. Recognizing Arya as a girl, Tywin makes her his servant without knowing her true identity. Littlefinger visits Catelyn at Rinley's camp and offers to trade Jaime for her daughters. Catelyn attempts to unite the Baratheon brothers against the Lannisters, but Stannis demands Rinley's loyalty to him as king. Lady Stark had not thought to find you in the Stormlands. 
I had not thought to be here, Lord Stannis. Can that truly be you? Who else might it be? When I saw your standard, I couldn't be sure. Whose banner is that? My own. I suppose if we use the same one, the battle would be terribly confusing. Why is your stag on fire? The king has taken for his sigil the fiery heart of the Lord of Light. Ah. It must be this fire priestess we hear so much about. Listen to yourselves. If you were sons of mine, I would knock your heads together and lock you in a bedchamber until you remembered that you were brothers. It is strange to find you beside my brother, Lady Stark. Your husband was a supporter of my claim. Lord Eddard's integrity cost him his head. And you sit beside this pretender and chastise me. We share a common enemy. The Iron Throne is mine, by right. All those that deny that are my foes. The whole realm denies it from dawn to the wall. Old men deny it with their death rattle and unborn children deny it in their mother's wombs. No one wants you for their king. You never wanted any friends, brother. But a man without friends is a man without power. For the sake of the mother who bore us, I will give you this one night to reconsider. After an exhausting journey through the desert, Daenerys arrives at the prosperous city of Karth. Daxos, a member of the Council of Thirteen, persuades fellow councilmen to allow her and her retinue into the city. Tyrion releases Pycelle and dismisses him from the small council. When Tyrion discovers Cersei's incestuous relationship with their cousin Lancel, he blackmails Lancel into spying on Cersei, threatening to reveal the relationship to Joffrey. Davos witnesses Melisandre giving birth to a shadow creature. Episode 5 Brinley is killed by Melisandre's shadowy assassin. You swear it? By the mother. My son has no interest in the Iron Throne. And I see no reason for hostility between us. Your son can go on calling himself king in the north. The Starks will have dominion over all lands north of Mount Caitlin, provided he swears me an oath of fealty. And the wording of this oath? The same Ned Stark swore to Robert 18 years ago. Cat, their friendship held the kingdoms together. And in return for my son's loyalty? In the morning, I'll destroy my brother's army. When that's done, <coughs> Rathian and Stark will fight their common enemy together, as they have done many times before. Our two houses have always been close, which is why I am begging you to reconsider this battle. Negotiate a peace with your brother. Negotiate with Stannis? <laughs> you heard him out there. I'd have better luck debating the wind. Please bring my terms to your son. I believe we are natural allies. I hope he feels the same. Together, we could end this war in a fortnight. Lady Brienne is accused of the murder and Catelyn forces her to flee the camp. Excluding the Tyrells, Renly's forces join Stannis. Brienne swears lifelong fealty to Catelyn and will protect her daughters. 
Lancel tells Tyrion about wildfire, a mass-produced explosive substance hidden in the city's dungeons and intended to destroy Stannis' fleet and army during the impending siege. Tyrion then takes control of the scheme. Theon sails from Pike and against Yara's orders intends to prove he is a true ironborn by capturing Winterfell during Rob's absence. At Harrenhal, Jack and Hagar, one of three caged prisoners Arya previously saved, pledges to kill any three people she chooses to repay his debt to her. You saved me and the two I was with. You stole three deaths from the Red God. We have to give them back. Speak three names. And the man will do the rest. Three lives I will give you. No more, no less. And we're done. The one who tortures everyone. A man needs a name. I, I don't know his name. They call him the Tickler. That is enough. Her first choice is the Tickler, a man who mortally tortures the captives. In the north, the Night's Watch arrives at an ancient fortress called the Fist of the First Men. Lord Commander Mormont allows John to join the team led by a veteran named Corrin Halfhand to kill the enemy leader Mance Raider. In Karth, Daxos proposes marriage to Daenerys in exchange for providing her his wealth to conquer the Seven Kingdoms. Ser Jorah convinces her to instead gain the Westerosi people's support. Episode 6. Theon captures Winterfell and executes Sir Roderick Castle. Tywin allows Littlefinger to seek the Tyrell's allegiance. At Harrenhal, Arya has Jack and Hagar kill an officer who is suspicious of her. At the Fist of the First Men, Jon captures a wildling named Ygritte, but is separated from his patrol while pursuing her after she escapes. Against Cersei's wishes, Tyrion sends her and Jaime's daughter, Marcella to Dorne for protection. One day I pray you love someone. I pray you love her so much. When you close your eyes, you see her face. I want that for you. I want you to know what it's like to love someone. To truly love someone. Before I take her from you. Joffrey's presence among the people of King's Landing incites a riot in the streets in which he is nearly killed and Sansa almost raped before being rescued by the Hound. At Karth, Daenerys works to procure a ship to transport an army to Westeros while keeping Daxos at bay. One of Daenerys's maids is killed and her dragons stolen. In the aftermath of another battle, Rob reunites with Talisa. Rob receives news about Theon's treachery and sends men to retake Winterfell. Osha, the captive wildling, along with Hodor, helps Bran and Rickon Stark escape Theon's siege of Winterfell. Episode 7 Theon and his men pursue Bran and Rickon. Later, Theon presents the charred corpses of two farm boys to Maester Lewin, claiming they are Bran and Rickon. Tywin has Harrenhal searched for his officer's killer. Tywin and Arya discuss legacy. The War of Five Kings, they're calling it. My legacy will be determined in the coming months. You know what legacy means? It's what you pass down to your children and your children's children. 
It's what remains of you when you're gone. Harold the Black thought this castle would be his legacy. Greatest fortress ever built. Tallest towers, the strongest walls. Look at it now. A blasted ruin. Do you know what happened? Dragons? Yes. Dragons happened. Aaron Hall was built to withstand an attack from the land. A million men could have marched on these walls and a million men would have been repelled. But an attack from the air with dragon fire. Harren and all his sons roasted alive within these walls. Aegon Targaryen changed the rules. That's why every child alive still knows his name, 300 years after his death. Aegon and his sisters. Hmm? It wasn't just Aegon riding his dragon. It was Rhaenys and Visenya too. Correct. Student of history, are you? Visenya Targaryen was a great warrior. She had a Valyrian steel sword she called Dark Sister. Hmm. She's a heroine of yours, I take it. Are most girls more interested in the pretty maidens from the songs? John Q, flowers in her hair? Most girls are idiots. <laughs> you remind me of my daughter. Where did you learn all this stuff about Visenya and her Valyrian steel sword? From my father. Okay. He's a well-read stonemason. Can't say I've ever met a literate stonemason. Have you met many stonemasons, my lord? Careful now, girl. I enjoy you, but be careful. Take that back to the kitchen. Girl. My lord. Low-born girls say my lord, not my lord. If you're going to pose as a commoner, you should do it properly. John recaptures Egret, but she escapes again, leading him into a trap. Still shaken from the riot in the streets, Sansa is horrified that she has begun menstruating and is now old enough to marry and bear Joffrey's children. Cersei warns her to love no one but her children, not even Joffrey. Permit me to share some womanly wisdom with you on this very special day. The more people you love, the weaker you are. You'll do things for them that you know you shouldn't do. You'll act the fool to make them happy, to keep them safe. Love no one but your children. On that front, a mother has no choice. But shouldn't I love Joffrey, Your Grace? You can try. In Rob's camp, Jamie's failed escape leaves a guard dead and some soldiers seeking retribution. In Karth, the warlock Pyat Pri says he stole Daenerys's dragons. He offers her the opportunity to reunite with them, then slaughters the Council of Thirteen and establishes Daxos as king. The mother of dragons is in the right. She must be reunited with her babies. I will help you. Khaleesi, 
How? I will take you to the house of the Undying, where I have put them. You have my dragons. When I learned you were coming to our city, I made an arrangement with the King of Karth. <laughs> he procured them for me. But there is no King of Karth. There is now. That was the other half of the arrangement. Your ambition is an inspiration. But like all upstarts, you overreach. Three dragons the size of cats and an alliance with a charlatan do not make you a king. An upstart and a charlatan. Empires have been built by less. Those on the margins often come to control the center. And those in the center make room for them, willingly or otherwise. mother of dragons will be with her babies she will give them her love and they will thrive by her side forever episode 8 Yara arrives at Winterfell and criticizes Theon seizing it saying it has no strategic value to the ironborn he refuses to return to Pike with her Rob learns that Catelyn secretly freed Jaime Lannister, who Brienne is escorting to ransom him in exchange for Sansa and Arya. Rob places his mother under house arrest and sends men to capture Jaime. Beyond the wall, the wildling leader Rattleshirt leads the captured John and Corrin Halfhand to his king, Mance Raider. At the fist of the first men, the brothers of the Night's Watch find a hidden cache of dragonglass weapons left there by a previous Night's Watch brother. When Tywin leaves Harrenhal to attack Rob, Arya coerces Jack and Hagar into helping her, Gendry, and their friend Hot Pie to escape. I'm sorry. Oh. Where were you? A man has patrolled you, T. Tywin Lannister was right here, and now he's gone. A girl owes one more name. The Red God demands it. Give the man a name. He's taking his army to attack my brother. I need him dead right now. This a man cannot do. You promised you'd help me. That was not promised, lovely girl. Only death. There must be others. Give a name, any name. And you'll kill them. Anybody. the seven new gods and the old gods beyond counting, I swear it. Jack and Hagar. Hagar gives a man his own name? That's right. Gods are not mocked. This is no joking thing. I'm not joking. Man can go kill himself. Unname me. No. Please. I'll unname you. Thank you. If you help me and my friends escape. This would require more than one life. This is not part of our bargain. Fine. Jack and Hagar. A girl lacks honor. If I do this thing, a girl must obey. A girl will obey. A girl and her friends will walk through the gate at midnight. In King's Landing, Cersei attempts to blackmail Tyrion by abducting Roz, whom the former believes is his secret lover. Rob and Talisa bond after she accompanies him on a trip to negotiate with another lord. 
En route to King's Landing, Stannis promises to make Davos his hand of the king. Joffrey chastises Varys for not having more knowledge of Stark positions and prepares to lead the attack against Stannis himself. In Karth, Jorah agrees to accompany Daenerys to the House of the Undying to retrieve her dragons. When Maester Lewin sees Osha going to the crypts of Winterfell, Bran and Rickon are revealed to be alive and hiding in there. Episode 9. Stannis' fleet assaults King's Landing. Sansa plays the game, trying to manipulate Joffrey into leading the attack personally in hopes of getting him killed, but Joffrey turns out to be too afraid to fight personally. Leading the defense, Tyrion destroys many attacking ships with wildfire, forcing Stannis to attack on land. The Hound leads the defense outside the gate, but becomes anxious at the sight of so much fire and retreats inside, denouncing Joffrey and leaving. Someone bring me a drink. Fuck the water. Bring me wine. Can I get you some iced milk and a nice bowl of raspberries, too? Eat shit, dwarf. You're on the wrong side of the wall. I lost half my men. The Blackwater's on fire. Dog, I command you to go back out there and fight! Your King's Guard, Clegane. We must beat them back or they're going to take this city. Your King's city. Fuck the king's guard. Fuck the city. Fuck the king. Joffrey retreats in fear as Tyrion rallies the gold cloaks into fighting with him. Stannis' forces enter the castle, but Tyrion leads his men behind Stannis' forces via tunnels and mounts a rear guard attack. Cersei goes to the throne room with her youngest son, Tommen, intending to kill him to save him from being captured. Shay convinces Sansa to hide in her chamber. The Hound offers to take Sansa to Winterfell, but she refuses to leave. The lady's starting to panic. What are you doing here? Not here for long. I'm going. Where? Some place that isn't burning. North might be. Could be. What about the king? He can die just fine on his own. I can take you with me. Take you to Winterfell. I'll keep you safe. Do you want to go home? I'll be safe here. As Tyrion lies wounded and Cersei is about to poison Tommen, Tywin's forces, joined by Loras, arrive and force Stannis to retreat. Episode 10. Tyrion fears for his and Shay's safety after Tywin is named Hand of the King. Joffrey sets Sansa aside to marry Marjorie Tyrell, an ally with the Tyrell family. Loras Tyrell!
Your house has come to our aid. The whole realm is in your debt, none more so than I. If your family would ask anything of me, ask it, and it shall be yours. Your Grace, my sister Marjorie, her husband was taken from us before. She remains innocent. I would ask you to find it in your heart to do us the great honor of joining our houses. But I am promised to another. A king must keep his word. Your Grace, in the judgment of your small council, it would be neither proper nor wise for you to wed the daughter of a man beheaded for treason. A girl whose brother is in open rebellion against the throne as we speak. For the good of the realm, your counselors beg you to set Sansa Stark aside. The gods do indeed hold betrothal solemn, but your father, blessed be his memory, made this pact before the Starks revealed their falseness. I have consulted with the High Septon, and he assures me that their crimes against the realm free you from any promise you have made to them in the sight of the gods. The gods are good. I'm free to heed my heart. Solaris, I will gladly wed your sweet sister. Brienne kills Stark soldiers after they recognize Jaime on the King's Road. Catelyn fails to dissuade Rob from marrying Talisa, breaking his promise to wed Walder Frey's daughter. Melisandre gives Stannis a new hope. In Winterfell, Theon wants his men to fight Rob's army, but they knock him unconscious and leave. Winterfell is torched. Shay tries to convince Tyrion to leave King's Landing and go to Essos with her. After Arya, Hot Pie, and Gendry escape Harrenhal, Jack and Hagar gives Arya a non-monetary coin he says can be used to find him in Braavos. Before her, he magically changes his face. What are you doing here? Waiting for you. How do you know we'd come this way? After all the things you have seen, this is your question. How did you kill those guards? Was it hard? No other than taking a new name, if you know the way. Show me how. I want to be able to do it too. If you would learn, you must come with me. Where? Far and away, across the narrow sea, to Bravos. My dancing master was from Bravos. To be a dancing master is a special thing, but to be a faceless man, that is something else entirely. I need to find my brother and mother. And my sister. I need to find her too. Then we must part. A man has duties as well. Here. What is it? A coin of great value. Could it buy a horse? It is not meant for the buying of horses. Then what good is it? If the day comes when you must find me again, just give that coin to any man from Bravos and say these words to him. Vala Morgules. Vala Morgules. In the Winterfell Godswood, a fatally wounded Maester Lewin convinces Osha to escape with Bran and Rickon to the Wall for Jon's protection. 
In Karth, inside the House of the Undying, Daenerys enters a simulation of a destroyed Iron Throne room, then is reunited with what appears to be Khal Drogo and their infant son. Knowing it is unreal, she leaves and successfully retrieves her dragons, who fatally burn Pyat Pri, who tries to imprison her. North of the Wall, Corrin Halfhand forces Jon to kill him to prove his loyalty to the Wildlings. Back in Karth, Daenerys seals Daxos and her traitorous servant inside his empty vault and claims his other possessions, with which Jorah will pay for a small ship. North of the Wall, an army of White Walkers and dead men surround the Fist of the First Men. Sam hides, watching in horror as they pass. How does the song relate to the characters or the show? Seven Devils uses medieval demons as a metaphor for Florence's rage against a wrongdoer. It's really just such a perfect song for the season of Game of Thrones. It works on so many levels and for almost every single character in the show. Verse 1. While Daenerys certainly needs money for the ships to cross the narrow sea, her intention is clear, to take what is hers with fire and blood, the Targaryen family motto. Cersei, on the other hand, has no need for money, as her father is the wealthiest man in the Seven Kingdoms. She wants only what's best for her and her house and her children, going so far as to contemplate killing her youngest son and herself in the face of Stannis' army seizing the castle before her father arrives and is victorious. Pre-chorus. At the Battle of Blackwater Bay, Tyrion uses the secret weapon of wildfire to burn Stannis' fleet. Not even the water can save them as the wildfire burns through their ships and men. Chorus When Daenerys enters Karth at the beginning of the season, she sees it as a haven for herself and the members of the Dothraki horde who have stayed by her side following Khal Drogo's death. 
She soon discovers that the Council of Thirteen have other plans for her, and she is in fact surrounded by devils of many kinds, with plans to steal her dragons and not assist her in retaking the Iron Throne. Unfortunately for Rob, one of the devils surrounding him is his own mother, as she releases Jamie Lannister to be taken by Brienne back to King's Landing in hopes of securing her daughters in a prisoner exchange with the Lannisters. One of Rob's other devils is the man brought up as his own brother, Theon Greyjoy. When Rob sends Theon on a mission to secure his father's allegiance with the Iron Islands, Theon takes the opportunity to seize his own power and overtakes Rob's home of Winterfell behind his back. Verse 2. As Arya travels the King's Road north to the Wall, she learns to create her own type of prayer, those who have wronged her and her family, as a vow to herself that she will avenge the wrongs against the Starks. Another song that could have been used. It's a little bit of a cheat because it's another song by Florence and the Machine from the same album Ceremonials, but I picked What the Water Gave Me. What the Water Gave Me is a song by English indie rock band Florence and the Machine from their second studio album, Ceremonials. Upon its release, the song made its way into several charts, most notably at number 24 on the UK singles chart. It also became the second song by Florence and the Machine to chart on the US Billboard Hot 100. Florence Welsh, the lead singer, elaborated on the title and its meaning of the song. It's a song for the water, because in music and art, what I'm really interested in are things that are overwhelming. The ocean seems to me to be nature's great overwhelmer. When I was writing this song, I was thinking a lot about all those people who have lost their lives in vain attempts to save their loved ones from drowning. It's about water in all forms and all bodies. It's about a lot of things. Virginia Woolf creeps into it, and of course Frida Kahlo, whose painfully beautiful painting gave me the title. Welsh further stated that the song talked about children who are swept out to sea and their parents go in after them to try and rescue them. Verse 1. In exchange for Khal Drogo's life and the life of her son, Daenerys hatches three dragons at the end of season one, thus beginning a new life for herself. As she continues her way west towards Westeros and the Iron Throne, she searches high and low for allies and funds to secure ships to cross the Narrow Sea. Part of this search takes her to the House of the Undying, which she enters mysteriously even though a member of her Kalisar and Ser Jorah watch her every move. 
In this case, her water is fire and her dragons, which protect her from the sorcerer who tries to imprison her within the house of the undying. Verse two. Melisandre has convinced Stannis that he is the so-called Lord of Light that will deliver the world from darkness and is the true king to sit on the Iron Throne. Being declared a deity in addition to a ruler of people is quite the burden, and we see it begin to take its toll on Stannis after he loses the Battle of the Blackwater and begins to question her methods. Verse 3. Would you have it any other way? You couldn't have it any other way. Catelyn receives Ned's bones from the Lannisters, but still wants her daughters back. Unbeknownst to her, the Lannisters only have Sansa. Arya is on the King's Road headed north. The fear of her daughter's safety is why she lets Jamie leave captivity in the Stark camp in hopes for a prisoner exchange. Other media... Seven Devils was used for and or covers of the song. Seven Devils has been featured in the TV shows Revenge, True Detective, and Lucifer. It was also featured in the trailer for the 2013 romantic fantasy film Beautiful Creatures. Fun fact about Florence and the Machine slash potentially how this needle drop affected Florence and the Machine Florence and the Machine was chosen to perform the in-universe song Jenny of Old Stones in season eight. That's all for today. Join me next time when I geek out over another needle drop. Leave a rating and review if you are so inclined and let me know what song you think would perfectly describe your ascent to the Iron Throne during the War of Five Kings. If you're listening on Spotify, be sure to answer the question. You can also visit my podcast page on Spotify, link in the show notes, and leave me a voice message. Don't forget to follow the podcast on Instagram and TikTok at Needle Drops Podcast. You can also find a playlist of the Needle Drops we've discussed on both Spotify and Apple Music. Links in the show notes. If you'd like to guest on an episode or have an idea for a Needle Drop you want discussed, send me an email at needledropspodcast at gmail.com. I'd love to hear your thoughts on anything we've discussed so far or any ideas you may have for future episodes. This podcast is hosted, produced, and edited by me, Francis. Social media support also provided by me. Thank you for listening, and please don't forget to share needle drops that will change your life with someone in your life that you think would appreciate it. If you're feeling extra generous, I would love it if you would leave a rating and review of my podcast on whichever platform you prefer. Word of mouth and reviews really help. See you next time.